Welcome to the Houston Sports Daily with your hosts, John, Tom, and Ron. What's up, Houston Astro fans? This is the Houston Sports Debrief coming at you night before game six. It was not... What 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 day was game one? Game one was last Tuesday a week ago. So last Tuesday and last Wednesday was not a very good time in the city of whatever Houston I've is. Had, I've had better Tuesdays and Wednesdays <laughs> than I did last week. And that, that was just like World Series preseason. That, those games didn't count. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're going for the sweep tomorrow. Astros went down 2 nothing. To Cole and Verlander got beat. I I never would have guessed that. I wasn't surprised that Verlander got beat, but I didn't think Cole was going to be. I, I, and I thought it was going to be like a 2-1, one nothing type game. Because, yeah. I mean. You got to give, dude. There's no way around it. Scherzer and and Strasburg are just straight beasts, and that's just they are right. But it was a rough time, and going to uh, going to 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 Washington down two. It's like, man, the Astros have got to win at least two games here because yeah. if they if they don't, Astros or Nationals need one game. That's all they need, mm-hmm. and that would have been rough. So that text or the Astros went out there and, dude, they took three, and that was big time. They they took three. Yeah, this was not uh, this was not close. This was they went in there, and there was no doubt who who the better team was over those three games. No, absolutely, and. Bats started to come alive, and I still think that there's still more room for the bats to truly come alive in a more prolonged sense. And what I mean by that is, so for the runs were it was like that they hit two run shots, yeah, and then grand slam. Now, obviously, those count. I'm not saying you know trying to you know minimize those at all, but I think that it's not one of those you know. Two runs, just two or three runs, you know, knocking the guys around. Because, I mean, Jose Altuve is batting, what, 390, 380, whatever mm-hmm. it is. He hasn't even knocked in a run, you know, which, whatever. But what I'm trying to say is I still think that there's more of an opportunity for them to get their bats really going. Still put up about the same amount of runs. Yeah. But in a different fashion. But yes, they did. They went out there. They took care of business. Pitching was great. And now they're one game away from making Tom's shirt worth wearing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm pretty jealous of you guys. You guys both said Astros in six, so I I I went for the sweep, and that that blew up on the first game. But uh, did you really think that was going to happen, though, or were you just that fan is like, man, I just want it to be like. No, this. I mean, I, I wanted it to happen, but I, I think if you had some true I think, serum, no, I mean, I think there, there was, a, there's definitely a scenario where that could have happened. It wasn't out of out of the question, but if they would have been playing the way that they were playing these past couple games, I I don't think I ever would have predicted a hundred times that it would be the road team wins every game and it would have went went down the way that it went down but it it uh i definitely think that all the things that i wanted to happen are are happening now everybody's woken up they're getting contributions from everybody on the team and there's no more you know weak part of the lineup that there was for stretches in the yankee series and then for the start of this series yeah, no, it really, it's true. And, I mean, to me, it all kind of came f- full circle last night with Alvarez, you know, getting his home run. You called that one, too, the Alvarez home run. Well, um, I'm happy for Alvarez with everything him and Bregman did over the year to keep the Astros the best team in baseball with all the injuries, to see him struggle 
I mean, it's not a lot of rookies struggle when they get to the playoffs and see the same team over and over, and they pick up on on how to pitch to them. But I'm I'm really happy that that he got to have his moment and he got to celebrate with the team and and feel like he contributed to the World Series. Uh, hopefully, yeah. winning. Yeah, I feel like you know, like we had talked about the the last Astros podcast was, you know, he he hadn't had a slump all year, and he when he did have it, it just happened to come, you know, at the biggest stage, you know, playoffs. And I think a lot of Astros fans gave up on him way too soon, and it's you know understandable why, but you know he's such a good hitter that you know he's going to get out of it. It just took a little longer than I thought it would take for him to get out of it. Like you said, like now he feels like he's contributing. He's part of the team. I bet he plays a lot, you know, looser tomorrow. And uh, I was happy to see, you know, he came out of a slump too. Yeah, and I think that, you know, having those – because he still came in and and he batted every game in Washington, right, at some point. Mm. Hey, I know he pinched it the first game there. Okay, then I, I was going to say, I know he did the second game, so... I feel so like he, say, yeah, he pinched it at least game. every game. And then, obviously... But to me, you know, I thought that, you know, going over... And it, it happens for everybody. It's not like, you know, it was some A.J. Hinch magic because when they went there, they can't afford... Well, I shouldn't say they can't afford to put him out there, but everyone knew he wasn't going to play in the field. Yeah. But I think him not having to go up, you know, three, four, five times in bat and still be in that mindset of, because he was, he was trying too hard. Dude was swinging at everything, no matter where it was. Yeah. And he was just essentially, he was an automatic out. And I think just having that time in there, maybe to watch or whatever, be able to talk to the hitting coach or whatever, just not knowing you don't have to go up there and have that pressure on him to do well. And then he got up and then he hit the ball. You know, he got a single. He did whatever else. And then I thought it was brilliant, though, for A.J. Hinch to play him yesterday. Yeah. Because get him back into the game flow. And then so when he comes back here, it's not even though, you know, he doesn't play in the field here. He's still in the game going up to bat when it's his turn to go up to bat. I thought that was really good. And, you know, with that home run, who knows what that's really going to do power-wise. Hopefully, you know, for Astros, it'll it'll turn out great. Um, but I thought that was a – I thought A.J. Hinch handled him well. And I thought he's done a good job of kind of getting himself, you know, back into his groove. Yeah, I think yeah. Hinch has been – I think he's been really good – this whole postseason as far as he's so good at not over managing knowing the right time to to take the pitchers out who to bring in you know when to how to move the the order just a little bit i think the whole it felt like games 1 and 2 just telling them hey we want to get strasburg and scherzer out as quick as possible and get to their bullpen. So take as many pitches as you can. Don't be aggressive. And it didn't work for us. And then when they went to DC, it was, Hey man, just, you're just going to be aggressive and you're going to swing at the first pitch and you're just going to be, you know, on top of it. And I think he's done an outstanding job with, with the team in the postseason. just watching the other managers. If it was, you know, if it was Boone on the Yankees or Martinez on the Nationals, they just both look, you know, Boone was chewing stuff the entire game, never really, you know, looking all over the place, just looked anxious, didn't really talk to anybody. And then Martinez, he just looks like he doesn't know what's going on and he's talking to people all the time like he is questioning what to do and Hinch is just sitting there watching the game and looking like he's been there before and that's yeah you know that's I think that's made a huge difference yeah I feel like you know I don't think Tampa did it but 
the Yankees and the Nationals both are changing what they do to try to match up better against us. And, uh, you know, they're, they're not they're not doing what got them where they are. And I feel like the Astros are where the Astros and we're going to do what the Astros do. And we're not worried about what you do. We're worried about what we do. And and I think that kind of helps steady everybody out. You know, it's just like a was it in 17 when Springer was horrible up into the what the second or third game of the World Series. And everyone, you know, was like, oh, you need to you know, he needs to you know move down in the batting order and he shouldn't lead off anymore. And Hinch just stuck with him. Yeah. And man, that paid off. I mean, what World Series MVP? And then this year with uh, Alvarez, the same thing. Everyone's like, "Oh, you need to bench him. You need to bench him. You need to bench him." And he stuck with him. And I think that I think that pays off. I know it could come back and bite him one day, but man, I, I think his players rewarding for his trust in him. You know, when he when he trusts somebody, he sticks with them, and he lets them work out of whatever you know slump they're in or whatever. And I was telling anybody that would listen uh, this past week, you know, they needed to do something with Bregman because you can't be in the cleanup spot. People are getting on base and you're looking to take a walk. Like, you're in the wrong spot to do that. So they need to tell Bregman to just go out there and swing at everything or they need to move him out the number four spot. And they didn't. And he came up with the bases loaded and shoot can't remember if he popped up or grounded out on that one but it it felt like that moment like okay you know when they walked uh brantley in front of him yeah and uh said okay man like oh he's gonna take it personal and he's gonna do something right here and he didn't and you're like oh man if he didn't do it then it's just not gonna happen and then you know he hit the home run in in Game three and then game four, he had the grand slam, you know, same situation, bases loaded, and it really felt like, you know, what you're talking about, Rob, just everybody just being a good enough team, you're afforded the opportunity to let it play itself out, you know, and now there's no weak spot in the lineup. There, There were plenty of times when it was okay. If, if Bregman doesn't do anything, hopefully Yuli does something and Correa's hit, hit and miss and then you get to Chirinos wasn't doing anything and then it might be, you know, Redick and Alvarez and it was, you know, same kind of stuff. It was, well, not feeling very confident about going through that. But from from having those weak spots to now it feels like anybody in any spot of the order can can get on base either by a walk or a hit or home run. Um, and now the Nationals flipping and saying, well, it used to look like after two games the Nationals could hit from any spot, and now it feels like they definitely have those holes in the in the lineup and we know how to get, you know, Soto was 0 for 7, games 3 and 4. He, you know, was not great in game 5 except that home run, and I feel like, you know, we can get Turner out, we can get Eaton out. These are really good players, but it feels like Zimmerman, all these guys that Rendon, you know, we, we've had plenty of examples of, of them needing to come up in big moments and us being able to get good outs against them and them just looking lost at the plate. I think it's yeah. a role reversal right now. They're just leaving tons of dudes in running, or in, on the bases, yeah. runners in scoring position. It's just... The Nash or the the Astros have got out of that funk, and now at the worst time for the Nationals, they're straight up in it. Yeah. So yeah, three runs in three games. Yeah, like, and they were a high scoring team. Bregman scored more with that grand slam than the whole Nationals did in you know twenty seven yeah. innings yeah. in three days. Yeah, yeah, and, and it feels like them. you know, yeah, it feels like except for Lemayhew it seems like, you know, certain players have started off hot against us and, and we figure them out after a game or two and we start pitching them different. And you know, like, with the, the, what's his name? Uh, got for the Yankees, is it Torres? Glaber Torres? Glaber Day? You know, what's that? Second baseman. Glaber Day? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, he, with the first couple games, man, he was 
crushing us. Yeah. And then he didn't really do a whole lot after that. And, uh, you know, LeMahieu was hot through the whole series. I mean, that guy almost beat us by himself. But, uh, you know, now, uh, what's his phone, man? Soto. Yeah, Soto. You know, he was, what, he had five RBIs the first game? Yeah. Something like that. I mean, he's killing us. And now he hadn't really done much, you know, in D.C. He hasn't done anything until Grinky, since Grinky threw that ball up in his ear after he did his little matador thing. Yeah, cleaning so cleaning the batter's to... box off. Since then, it's like yeah, it's like he just got shut down after that. Yeah, yeah. Like when he comes up to bat now, it's I'm not really worried about it. You know, you mean you know he can do something, but I'm not worried that he's going to. He's like, like I feel like we can get him out. He's like Alvarez for the first, you know, for the playoffs up until yesterday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, they. Like I said, it's been a total role reversal in my opinion because the Nationals, the one thing that I'm I'm not really worried in the sense tomorrow about the Astros offense, but I'm. it's not that I don't have confidence that Verlander is going gonna, is gonna to be good, but man, his first inning hasn't been good No, in these playoffs. Yeah. He's coming out not... He's looking a little too amped up coming out, and not amped up in a angry cold way, but amped up in a like over pitching way. Yeah, but also, may, you know, maybe even lacking confidence. Like he just looks like his heart rate's too high when he goes out there, yeah. and he's throwing high, and yeah, it's and, like and Strasburg has been a beast this playoff. Yeah, you know, so I just think it's important tomorrow for him because. The Nationals are good enough to come out and put runs on the board yeah. quick, you know. Oh, yeah. And now now that the Nationals or the Astros are kind of out of that funk of waiting on somebody and anybody. And they were saying it the other night in the broadcast, you need those guys like Chirinos and, I mean – Alvarez was awesome in during the year, but he he slumped down. But you know him kind of turning it around isn't like you know he they're getting the bottom end of their lineup to work. It's essentially eight and nine. Whoever is batting eight and nine for the Astros are those guys that you want because not that you know every other player is going to have a hit every single time they're up to bat, right? But I mean they are getting the contributions from the entire lineup. And, but the Nationals can also do that. And to me, the first three innings tomorrow, and I mean, this is, you know, we're not, I'm not saying anything out of the ordinary or, you know, new and stunning, but it's huge tomorrow because if they come out and, because essentially now all of the pressure isn't on, in my opinion, isn't squarely on the Astros. Most of it is the Nationals can kind of go back to playing. They're like, all right, at the beginning of the series, we're back to square one in the sense of no one thinks we're going to win. Yeah. So let's just go out, have fun. I mean, they don't want to lose because if they lose, it's over. So yeah. that pressure is there. But they have, essentially, they have nothing to lose. Yeah. They're, They're going to be aggressive. Point. Yeah. And if they come out and they put up a two, three, a four spot in one of those first three innings, I don't know, man. That's going to make me nervous for for the Astros. Yeah, yeah. It'll be nice if the offense can come out and you know Verlander all year. You know, he, like I said, he's been a little shaky in the playoffs. You know, especially the first few innings or whatever. But all year, man, he's been solid. And it's it's time for the offense to take some pressure off of him. And you so, know, and, and it's not going to be easy, like you said. It's going against Strasburg. It's not going to be easy, but if if we can score a run or two off of Strasburg, you know, maybe work his pitch count, and Verlander keeps the game close, and then we go to Washington's bullpen, man, we got it. I mean, we've had success against. I feel everybody in their bullpen. Scherzer's not coming back. They already said so. He's not going to pitch. Even Game Seven. Yeah, he's done for the series. Oh. So. Yeah, he's out. So, 
you know, even if they bring in Corbin or Sanchez or anybody, I feel like we've had success. So, you know, we even had limited success against Strasbourg, but getting to their relievers would be huge. I feel like, you know, Verlander needs to have maybe even not a great game, but just to to eat up some innings because we do have some relievers that they haven't had any success against, you know, Harris and Smith and Osuna, but we don't want to, you know, we also got a lot of people that we don't want to bring out there because they've pitched recently or, you know, you don't want to bring James out if you don't have to. You don't want to bring Presley out, even though Presley, you know, looked good yesterday. It's just you want Verlander to do, you know, six, hopefully seven, and then bring out, you know, Harris, Smith, and Osuna and be done with it. And, you know, baseball loves narratives, and I think there's a there's a lot of desire for Verlander being 0-5 in World Series to get his first win, you know, to close out the World Series and get a victory. I think I think that yeah. would be a story that, you know, not that he hasn't had motivation to when he was 0-3 to not lose and be 0-4 and be 0-5 and set the record, but, you know, this is... Uh, this is a big spot for him, and he's always risen in, in big spots. And a lot of his losses, you know, his 0-5, you know, weren't necessarily on him. It was right. him giving yeah. up one run uh, and his team not scoring and, you know, him giving up two runs and his team only scores one run. He hasn't he, – he had a couple games early in his career in Detroit where they, they hit off of him, but it's, uh, it's not – it's not necessarily him just coming out and and uh, falling apart, you know, in the world in the in the World Series. Yeah, with him, you know, with Cole pitching so well yesterday, and those guys kind of feed off of each other. I mean, it, it could push him into you know having a great start tomorrow. I mean, you remember twenty seventeen uh, game two? You know, he didn't get the loss; he just got a no decision. He pitched that game. Yeah. He gave up three runs, and, you know, that was a lot of back and forth. You remember him coming out the dugout, you know, with the tank top on and his hairy shoulders and yelling at all the players, like, get (laughs) back in the game, and we pulled that victory out. I mean, he pitched well. He just didn't get the win because that was a a really good back-and-forth game. But Yeah. And he hasn't even pitched that bad, you know. He's he's just had some bad half innings when he's been in there. Right. And we don't want to give him nice. the. We don't want to give yeah. him a good start, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. You can't because he'll calm down, but you don't want to have him call down, calm down at four nothing, or two nothing, or yeah. three. What well, two nothing? But still, it doesn't matter. Um, that's why it'd be nice to to come out and if we can get some early runs off of Strasburg, which I'm like you know said that's not going to be easy. But if you can, and then put you know the Nationals in panic mode, I mean. You know what kind of moves they'll make. I mean, they're, they're going to get desperate. They're going to start making some bad moves. Because Houston, the crowd, they're going to come ready. You know, these people are buying tickets saying, I hope I'm buying a ticket to see yeah. us clinch at home. And, you know, if if we come out and he has a 1-2-3 inning and then in the bottom of the first we just even get a couple hits or get, get one run, if we do anything, you know, the crowd is going to be great, but... If they do, yeah. if Verlander comes out shaky and throws 30 pitches in the first inning and they score three runs and then we go one, two, three, that crowd's going to get quiet. And that's going to really, you know, it's it's going to start, people are going to start feeling the, the nerves and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be uh, stressful for everybody involved. I hope they don't because I think, and I mean, I know, you know, fans get anxious and nervous and you know need to run and take nervous poops mm-hmm. and whatever else but <laughs> one thing that I think and I'm not saying this in any taking a shot at Astro fans at all but one thing that I think the Astros 
can take away from national fans is, dude, not that they didn't leave, but dude, they never, it never got that quiet in the, those stadiums when they were down. In nationals? And, yeah. Oh, it did. I'm, I'm that last game, it did not like at all, dude. Oh, they were three and four. There was they were cheering like nuts, and throughout the whole game. And I think that if something happens like that, even though nothing really happened for the the Nationals, I think it's important that just kind of seeing that maybe you know the crowd, because I don't think you know when it's raring, or, you know roaring and going. There's you can't not hear it and feel it but yeah. you're the one causing them to do that so the players know that and they can feel it and they get that energy off it but they're the ones that are making that happen right yeah. but i think that the if they do go down and it's it's not probably going to happen but if you know the crowd can somehow still stay in it and get them through and whatever else and it's not going to be you know that's not going to be help them win or lose but i just thought you know did that last game because up until I mean it was what 4-1 it was still 4-1 but it didn't seem like well when when Cole was going it did seem like that was a huge lead well 4 yeah. nothing. and then when they got that when they when they scored their run uh, when they got that home run but I think that with Strasburg throwing I think they should still stay aggressive but not get overly aggressive and start striking out and keeping his pitch counts down yeah. because they have to get to that bullpen. Mm-hmm. So they have to have that, that equal balance. It's different when you're going against Annabelle Sanchez. He's not Strasburg and he's not Scherzer. Yeah. And he can come unraveled probably a lot quicker than they can. But if they go out there and they're staying aggressive, but he's just filthy, then they got to slow down and make him pitch and, you know, not get too, too aggressive. But I mean, I think we've seen as, as good as these pitchers are, Cole and Verlander and Scherzer and Strasburg, you know, we want them to be lights out and they all were at some point in the division or the championship series, but I think we're seeing they're all kind of wore out. Like, they were all hittable so far in the World Series. They've had their moments, but I don't think they're going to be, you know, just the shutdown pitchers that we want them to be. And some of the people that, you know, haven't been relied on as much, like Arkady and and some of the others get to come in and and have those games because they're just not out there twice, you know, every round going not just six or seven innings, but over a hundred pitches and, you know, it's it's the playoffs. These it's it's intense and I think they're it's gonna be hard for Verlander and, and Strasbourg to throw you know, shutouts or, or something to that level tomorrow. Uh, because it's it's been a long, long postseason for both these teams. Yeah, and I don't think it's going to be that way either. Who knows? It could be. They could just, both of them could just be like, man, this is it. You know, we're going to go out and do that. But I think... With the lineup the way that the Astros have it, depending on how – because I think some of it, it seems like the way that – and I don't watch enough of the Astros to to really say this with a lot of um, conviction or whatever. But I think the Astros, the, the type of team that they have is get on base at all costs and let – because the dude behind you – can move you mm-hmm. and the dude behind him can move you. So, and, but I, I agree with you to a certain extent, especially when it comes, when it came to Bregman. Um, I mean, he's such a smart and good hitter, but I think they got to, with, with Strasburg coming in here tomorrow, I think that they, 
They just need to get runners on. I don't, and I think before, like in games one and two, it was in their mind that they couldn't knock these dudes in. Yeah. It, it, to me, it was. And, but that's gone now and it's long gone. Mm -hmm. So just get on base. And then that's why I'm saying that I still think that these innings can come where they're putting up two spots every other inning. Yeah. You know, and just have that patience. And also, wear a blue jersey. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what? At first, I, dude, and I will say this because baseball is the most, uh, what's the the word? Superstitious. Superstitious sport. I mean, that that I know. Who knows if there's other sports, you know, like fencing or something. (laughs) That's more. Hockey isn't superstitious. Yeah, I think those guys are superstitious, but it doesn't seem like the goalies. Yeah, yeah, goalies like the the uh, the Capitals goalie Braden Holtby. He does, you know, he does something weird, dude. That dude will grab his his water bottle and squirt it in the air, and he watches the last drop of water the whole time go down, and he takes it, and you know, whatever else. Yeah, that's pretty superstitious. Yeah. But I think. To me, in baseball, and not to put the two sports against each other, but, you know, like, Nomar Garcia Power, what he would do, and, you know, when you're up at bat and whatever else. But, so, the first two games, I sw- I genuinely believed that, and I guess it shows that I probably have a little bit of superstition, because a lot of the news media was like, no, who cares, whatever else. But, dude, if I was the Astros, I would have wore a blue jersey that first game. Yeah, I I swear to God, I would have. I would have. AJ Hens is like, man, these dudes, they love their blue jerseys. They've been winning with them. Let's get in their heads. And the only thing that's going to, you know, nothing, they lost. So, you know, not that they would have won because ultimately, does a jersey matter 100%? No, No. it does not. But it's a baby. Does baby shark matter? Yeah, that does. But, you know, it wasn't working. No, something like that, you know, and it's a mental thing. Like, you know, it's a comfortability. I mean, look at Bregman. He's wearing that same plaid shirt. Yeah. So I don't know why I went off on that tangent, but, but I will say this don't do it now. No. And they won't, but I would not do it now because that could just piss the Nationals off and, you know, whatever else, but they, they might want to get out of those blue shirts and they're like, no, you guys keep wearing those. Those are good luck for us that you're wearing. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's like, I mean, that's kind of the thing is they got up to nothing. They went back home. Hey man, we got, we're back in DC. Everybody's doing good. We got our blue jerseys on. We got a uh, baby shark going and to just get, and we got the stage ready for game. We got the we got the World Series <laughs> stage set. Uh, I just feel like for them to just get destroyed by the Astros like they did, it just felt like, oh, well, we were kind of counting on all of these things to carry us, and they're really not. And so, what's Plan B? And they didn't they didn't really have it. And then. The added blow of Scherzer not being able to pitch and having to use their bullpen again and know that Scherzer's not coming back for six or seven. Just feel like that was a lot of blow after blow after blow to take. When the Astros, the flip was, you know, they got punched in the mouth twice really hard, didn't get knocked down, and came back and everybody that they couldn't count on started doing better to where all of a sudden it was just like, I mean, it's anything can happen in game six, but I just feel like the arc of it is just, it's going to be hard for the nationals to come back from, from everything that just happened to give it your best. And then to just crater like that and have less to count on. It's a, it's tough. Yeah, and I'll say I think the Nationals d- did get knocked down, but they those dudes got up like crazy and were like, "All right, you know, got a little two piece combo, knock me down in the corner, 
You know? the, the Astros. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And they looked over and saw Adrian. She was yelling at him to get up. Yeah. So they got up and came back with, you know, two big friggin' body shots. Yeah. And those dudes are like that fat dude on Mike Tyson's punch out. Yeah. Because it Hit wasn't him in the belly button one more time and it's over. It wasn't just games one and two. I mean, as soon as games one and two happened, you know, it was, oh man, this is this is going back to the Yankees and going back to the Rays and this is the bats aren't working in the postseason and this is leaving runners in scoring position on. Like it was it was a lot of weight for them. It was not just they played bad two games and really I don't think game one was that bad. I thought game one was definitely a winnable game uh, for the Astros up until the very end, and, you know, the Nationals won it. Game two, I don't think the score reflects how close that game was because it was a close game until it was just the seventh inning was just a comedy of errors that blew it open. But I feel like that game, you know, was another winnable game. I don't feel like three, four, or five were winnable at all for the Nationals. I don't think any of those games were close. You know, 4-1, that first game I don't think was close, and then second game got blown open by the Grand Slam, and then last night, you know, same thing, it got blown open. I don't – I think the first two – Well, the Astros had a good chance but in in last night's game. But Cole pitched around that. I mean, they had their, what was it, first and third or second and third or whatever it was, and he he got out of that inning. I mean, that would have cut that down if they got some runs there. But he just showed. And then from that point on, Mm -hmm. he was just a beast, and they weren't doing anything. That was their time, not even to – because I still think even if he would have given up a run or two at that point – he was getting into his rhythm and it probably would have been the nationals would have, if they would have got their two runs, I still, he would have shut them down. I believe and the game still would have progressed, but that was their one and only shot because after that he, they couldn't touch him. And it just, you knew once he got through, you know, the fourth inning, like, dude, this guy's back up and, you know, pissed off. Yeah. Hey, Rob. Yeah. Who's your Who's your MVP of the the series so far? My MVP of the series is going to be, and it, no one really stands out as far as you no know, offense or anything like that. Uh, I know Brantley. He's man. What he's hitting for something, yeah. but they've all kind of been singles. You know, like I said, on two they hitting three something but you know no rbis which isn't really his fault you know people start getting based in front of him but uh man i think will harris has come in at some big times in the game and just shut down the nationals so i, I would give it to will harris i know he doesn't have a chance to win it because he's a it's a middle reliever yeah but, man that dude has shut down the nationals when we need him to yeah i i i think he's been Crucial, yeah. It's hard to give a MVP to someone that's pitched like four innings uh, in the series, but yeah, I don't. I agree. We don't. We don't necessarily win these games without without Will Harris. Yeah. I think. I think uh, for a lot of different reasons, uh, you know, most importantly the two home runs. But I think that Chirinos has been huge for the Astros. That home run in game three and four really, you know, brought life to the team. And, you know, he's just watching some of these other catchers on the other teams and how how bad they are with uh, pass balls. And, you know, I don't, I don't know enough for who's calling, who's calling what kind of pitches on our team and the other team. But I, I think he's been, He's been huge for the Astros so far uh, yeah. to be where they're at. Yeah, no, that's a good choice. I don't – You got John? I don't know, man. You know, And tomorrow could change yeah. you know, the player we pick <laughs> yeah. also. So this is just 
you know, kind of going through five games. But dude, because uh, you know, if if Bregman has another grand slam tomorrow, you could give it to him. I don't yeah. think his yeah. first to me his first home run doesn't count because they lost that game. And right, I was telling Tom, and I know that if this is just his style. I hated that he friggin looked at that pitch and you know walked down halfway to first base and was doing all his <laughs> stuff I wanted him because he crushed that ball and I wanted him to just put his head down and run around those bases and be like all right I'm pissed and I, this yeah. is going to be what gets me out of it but you know he was sitting there just loving it and showboating whatever and that's just him so it's not going to change but he could still win it if he puts up another just sick performance because he's been hitting the crap out of the ball. Dude, and I know this is essentially easy because, you know, it'll be easy for Major League Baseball, but even though Altuve hasn't, that dude is on base every friggin' time it seems yeah. like he goes up there. Yeah. What's it, like 20, 25 games in a row in the postseason? Yeah. yeah. So, and but I and also the think... aren't really his fault because, look, no one's getting on base in front of him, or, or hadn't been. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, and that's then not Brantley as well. You could legitimately give it to him. That dude is just—I mean, he is locked in, and yeah. and just—I mean, he's hitting everything. I mean, it says a lot about the team that you could really give it to. You can make a case to give it to almost anybody yeah. on the team. Guriel. Yeah, what the way Gurriel's yeah, the way he's hitting the ball and playing first base and playing first base, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, so those two slides that he did and some of those rockets the Nationals been doing on the first baseline and he just snags it. It's been oh man, it's been fun to watch. Yeah, I'd like to see what has he had two home runs in the World Series so far, Correa, and he's made some great plays. I you know I don't think he's the MVP, but talking about what John. Uh, and you've been saying if someone if he just goes off and has like two home runs tomorrow or something, I'd feel good about you know him him getting it with coming back from his injury and kind of being how many people were saying trade Correa and you know he's hurt all the time and me yeah it would it would just be <laughs> I think that'd be a, a cool moment for him but I mean you could have Verlander come in and if he pitches a shut out or does something crazy i mean i think they're springer yeah. too they're just gonna yeah they, they're just gonna say like i don't know how they're gonna decide that's gonna be tough someone's gonna have to have a big game in one of these next two games and they'll it'll be that defined it was like time. the alcs we were talking who's the mvp of the alcs and then altuve hit the walk-off and they just gave it to him but besides yeah. that walk-off he didn't have a huge alcs but it, I think yeah. this is going to be kind of the same. If somebody does something big, they'll just be like, just give it to him because everybody's been really good. Maybe they'll give yeah. it to those two bras that show their <laughs> boobies to everybody. <laughs> Dude, they got a letter from the Major League Baseball that they're banned from every game. Yeah. How like, are they? Every every game everywhere? or Yeah, they're banned from. Life. Yeah. So is, yeah. is Major League Baseball is a security guard whenever – a woman walks up to go to a game and they're going to be like, you need to lift your shirt up so I can identify you. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. Because yeah. do they use facial re- recognition in the no. major league in baseball? It's just basically going to be if they find out that they're there somehow, they're going to have an excuse to throw them out. But they can't. No. They can't stop them from coming in. And, I mean, I get it, but I was listening or I was reading some of the headlines just a minute ago and it was like, uh, Major League Baseball bans two women that were trying to distract Garrett Cole. Dude, they weren't trying to distract Garrett Cole. They were just trying to get on national television yep. and promote, promote themselves. themselves. Yeah. They, they could care less about distracting Garrett Cole. Yeah. But anyways. So, yeah, yeah. it's going to be interesting. And I know we're not picking anything for the Nationals, but, dude, I like that guy Eaton, man. I think he would be a good Astro. Bring him on here, have him play right field. Have Springer play center and Brantley over and left. He's he's kind of reminds me of Gardner on the Yankees, where there's, there's half the time you feel like not that he's a he's an easy out because he's gonna he's oh, gonna he's gonna work work the pitch count, but yeah. but 
he's going to get on base. Uh, he's just not going to be easy, but it's kind of weird to say that's not easy, but you feel confident that he's you can get him out. Uh, but just getting the out is not going to be be easy. Uh, I mean, that's how I feel about about a lot of those guys. I just feel like they they were just not seeing the ball on the national side. No. Well, they were. They had some stat when Trey Turner isn't on base, they their team just sucks, and he hasn't been on base, and they've been losing. Yeah. So national or Astros need to keep that dude off the base pass. I mean, I think you know, not that this is like the the Raven Steelers of five ten years ago, but that the Grinky up at Soto. And then the pitch up at Zimmerman, I feel like they just got thrown off and lost everything they have. If Verlander just comes out tomorrow and throws one up by Trey Turner's ear, like I think they're just gonna be like, <laughs> just go head hunting. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're just done for the series. It was deer season Friday. Start start <laughs> a little early. Yeah. <laughs> well, they gotta. Both teams gotta bring it. If the Nationals want to keep playing baseball, they got to bring it tomorrow. The Astros want to have their uh, what do they call it? The ticker ticker tape parade. Whenever the hell that'll be, they got to bring it tomorrow. And I don't want to think about a game seven. There's too much now. Well, yeah. and I hear you. And I mean, I know you guys are big time Astro fans, and I can just watch and enjoy it. But now that Scherzer has been totally ruled out. And I mean, I knew that because it wasn't like he was scared to come out and, you know, had like, Oh, I don't feel good. Yeah. I mean, this is totally legit. And he was scared (laughs) (laughs) and he wasn't, but he wasn't going to be the same, but if there would have been some weird thing, like, you know, his back just seized up or whatever it was. And then he needed, you know, those two days extra rest or whatever. And he came back and he would have been fine. If if just you know for the sake of this argument, if that would have happened in game, if they were to, if the Astros couldn't get past Strasburg tomorrow and go into Game Seven, I would be terrified if I was an Astro. But now with him, and no one wants to go to Game Seven when yeah. you're up three to two. But we did we did uh, in 2017. We left. Uh, we left here up three to two, lost a game in LA, lost game six, and then played game seven in LA and and pulled it out. But you know what that reminded me of? That Scherzer. Hey Rob, what year was that when uh was it was it the national championship game with Texas where Colt McCoy uh Oh yeah. When he against just couldn't Alabama. throw the football? Yeah, against Alabama. Yeah. And you're like, yep. how can you just not? Can't you throw a throw some steroid, uh, some cortisol or something in there, cortisone, and get them going? And it's just like, no, just couldn't do it. And you're just yeah. like, wow, that's that that's yep. got to stink for them, man. I can't even imagine, uh, you know, not being able to to be there and not being able to play through it. You know, yeah, oh, man, it's gonna haunt him. For the rest of his life, I I genuinely feel bad for him because that dude, he, I mean, I know that Garrett Cole has been the best pitcher in baseball this year, dude. Max Scherzer's been one of the best pitchers in baseball for a long time. Yeah, and you know this is a stage that he's wanted to get to, and I just feel bad for him, man. He reminds me a lot of Roy Halladay, like that guy just. Solid competitor, good for a real long time. Just, uh, you know, the kind of dude you don't want to see in a dark alley. And he turns on the flashlight <laughs> in his face, and you see two different color eyeballs. <laughs> like, what in the world? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you guys got anything more you want to say? Uh. I mean, I'm, I'm sticking with my prediction, uh, Astros and six. It didn't go exactly where I thought it would, but um, I think we're going to take it tomorrow. We've hit uh, big pictures in the uh, playoffs before. 
I think we're going to do enough against Strasburg tomorrow and uh, to at least work up his pitch count and, and get him out, you know, fairly early. And I think Verlander is going to pitch pretty decent. I think he's going to keep us in the game at, at, you know, at worst. So I'm going Astros in six. Well, I got to stick with mine as well, just for selfish reasons, because I want to be right. But, <laughs> dude, I I would not be surprised, though, if, if they – if they don't win tomorrow, because Strasburg is, oh yeah, he's a horse man, no. and right, but and I, yeah, I, I'm, I, I agree. I, I could see, I could see it happening tomorrow because Strasburg's so good, and then Game Sevens, you never know how it could go. So this is still anybody's series, but uh, I'm just gonna go with our hot bats right now, and yeah, I want to stick with Astros in six. I'm, I'm gonna stick with my original prediction of a sweep. <laughs> yeah. But a soft sweep. Soft sweep counts. The preseason, you know, yeah. those games didn't count. So these four. I mean, the Astros. Yeah. What? Yeah. So, what was the least runs they scored? Was it three runs in game two? Was that the least so yeah. far? I mean, they've they've hit in every game, and and then obviously the past three they've hit a lot more, uh, especially when it counted. You know, I'm, I'm gonna have a hard time imagining that they're just not gonna hit tomorrow. But you know, Strasburg. Yeah. Good picture. I think they're gonna put put some runs on the board. It's just controlling what the what the Nationals do. I hope it's not like a you know a four to three game that's just stressful to the end. It's probably what it will be. Yeah. Remember Game Seven in twenty seventeen? That was we got up early. Was that like five to one the final score? But Springer got yeah. him, and uh, I mean that was like even with. I think we were saying McCullers. I think he like being four people in that game, but you still didn't feel like yeah. we're losing this game. Right. So it'd be nice to have one of those uh, yep. tomorrow. Well, first pitch is, was it 706? Seven, yeah. 706 at Minute Maid Park. If anyone out there wants to donate three tickets to Tom, Rob, <laughs> and I, we will <laughs> certainly oblige. Yeah. But Strasburg versus Verlander game six, it's going to be a good one no matter what. So, yeah. Um, we're, yeah. Lucky, we're lucky to, to have a team that's just in the World Series and, and doing this well and getting to have a game six. Yeah. So, I know everybody's going to be watching. It's been a lot of late nights over the past week, but it's cool because it's only sleep. Mm-hmm. And baseball is more important, especially the World <laughs> Series. Dude, besides hockey, playoffs, these are my favorite playoffs. So, um, all right. Well, best of luck to the Nationals and the Astros tomorrow. And we'll talk to you guys on the flip side. All Go right. Astros. Go Astros. Go both teams. <laughs>